Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I don't get it. Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very special edition of the I Don't Get It Podcast with Naz, Ashley, and Lauren. Why is it special? It's because it's investigative journalism. Oh, my favorite thing. <laughs> so, Ashley and I have never been ghosted, but Lauren's been ghosted before, but we just don't understand the concept of ghosting. And we know that there has been an episode about ghosting before, but we are taking ghosting a step further today, everyone. We're making a difference in the ghosting world. Yeah. And if you guys want to be participants in a in the activity that you are about to experience, feel free to let us know your story so we can also pair you with your ghoster. Can you guys explain a little bit about what we're doing? Yeah. So Ashley, Lauren, and I are officially the Ghostbusters, and this is a new <laughs> segment we have on the I Don't Get It podcast that we're going to do maybe once a month. We'll see how it goes. And we are going to call someone that has ghosted you and ask them why they ghosted you. So good. Today, yeah. we are going to meet Britain, a very beautiful, amazing girl from How New do you York. Know her? So I have a friend named Carly, and Carly told me that she has this friend named Britain. Not who Carly has, Waddell. Not Carly Waddell. Another Carly. And she has a friend named Britain who has a really amazing ghosting story. So I called Britain. And she said, yes, I would like you guys to call the guy that ghosted me, and we'll let her tell the story. We're going to yeah. call her right now so you guys can find out what happened. All, All right, right, let's, let's do it. it. Hello? Hi, is this Britain? Hi, yeah. Hi, Brian. You're on the I Don't Get It podcast with Naz, Ashley, and Lauren. Hi. Hi, guys. So sorry to hear about your ghosting story. Are you a regular listener of the I Don't Get It podcast? Um, I've heard a little bit of it. My show actually just wrapped, though, so I've been doing nothing but work. But my friends love it so much. Oh, well, that's good. So we are completely raw and vulnerable, so don't feel afraid to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I've heard some clips, and you guys definitely are. That's a great way to describe it. All right, Britain. so tell us um, your ghosting story. Okay, it's kind of a long one, um, but it's we have super time. crazy. We have detail as possible. <laughs> so um, I am a television producer. I work for the Travel Channel. And we had, we go on these two week shoots where we go all over the US um, filming. And our last stop on this particular shoot was Anchorage, Alaska. Um, I was super excited about it. I'd never been to Alaska before. So after the shoot, I begged my production manager to let me stay in Alaska for essentially like an extra day, a free day. So the crew went home at 6 a.m. and I was going to take the red eye flight out. And it was like five feet of snow and I'm from North Carolina, so I don't know how to drive in that. Uh, I didn't want to waste the day. So I tried to find a local to show me around. That's just like what I do when I travel. It's the best way to not waste time. Like you don't have to look up stuff. They know where to go. How do you so find I went a on... local? Yeah. So I usually find a girl. I'm a part of all these girl travel groups okay. on Facebook, um, like a backpacker website. 
couch surfing. I even went on Bumble BFF and tried to find a girl, but no one got back to me because there's like no one living in Anchorage, Alaska. Right. And there's no girls living in Alaska, apparently. Yeah. I I feel like everywhere I went, um, people looked at me like I was an alien. (laughs) That's so funny. There's like one girl for 10 guys. Yeah, it's really bad. It's like middle of nowhere. I mean, it's cool. Go there once in your life and then never go back. Like, pretty much. <laughs> so you're um, trying to find someone. Yeah. So I went on regular Bumble because like no one was getting back to me. And I found this guy and he looked cool. He looked normal. Like I scoped him out. I stalked him a little bit and we talked and he agreed to show me around the next day. So I was like, okay, perfect. Cool. Like he's just going to be a tour guide. I'm going to get on my flight. It's going to be great. So the next morning he picks me up at like 1130 and from my hotel and he opens the door and I get in the car and I'm like, oh my God, this guy is really cute. (laughs) And I, yeah, I wasn't really expecting that. So, but you saw his pictures. I did, but I don't know. He just like looked so much better in person and I wasn't really thinking of it as a date. I was just, you know, kind of thinking of it as a tour guide. So I'm not like stuck on the side of the road. I don't think so because I told him, you know, I'm only here for 24 hours. This is what I'm looking for. I mean, he knew. So we get in the car and he's like, I'm going to take you to this wildlife conservatory. Uh, The only thing is it's like an hour and a half away. So we have to drive to it. And I was like, okay, cool. So we get in the car and we drive. We talk the whole way there and we get to the conservatory. We like walk on a glacier. We have this amazing day. And it felt like I had known him my entire life. Like, it was crazy. Um, we were only supposed to spend, like, six hours together. But when we got back to Anchorage, um, we went to dinner, and I still had four hours left until my flight. And he was like, do you want to come to my apartment? He's like, I'm not trying to pressure you or anything. I'm not trying to pressure you, but, like, we were having such a good time. Uh, and we had already done everything there was to do in Anchorage. There's, like, nothing But had you kissed? No, it was completely, like, it wasn't clear that it was a date yet. We were just having an amazing time, and the connection was crazy. So we hadn't kissed yet. I think he was a little nervous because I don't think he knew what it was either. So we went back to his apartment, and we literally just sat on the couch and talked for, like, four hours. But it was that kind of conversation that you look for when you're looking for a person that you want to be with. I mean... It was crazy. It was like deep conversation. Again, like we had known each other our entire lives. And he finally kissed me before I left. But that was it. It's like he wasn't trying to hook up with me. It was something different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like amazing. Yeah, this is such a good was story. Was the kiss like sparky? Yeah. Yes. It was just it's like fire I, can't, I can't even describe the feeling. It's like we didn't even need to make out or have sex or anything because it wasn't about that. It was just like the connection was crazy. Um, so he ends up taking me to the airport and when we left, we were both kind of like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Like, did we just meet the person that, you know, like we didn't want to voice it, but I remember texting my mom and I was so upset because I was like, mom, I just met this guy. He lives in fucking Alaska. Why does he live in Alaska? Like, (laughs) I'm probably never going to see him again. If I would have never met him, I wouldn't be feeling like I just lost something. Oh Oh, Um, man. Yeah, it was crazy. So, but he felt the same way. And he told me, like, that was the best date I've ever been on. I don't think chemistry can get any better than that. Those were his words. Um, so I get on the plane, I go back to New York, and we, I'm just thinking, like, oh, this is going to fizzle out like it always does. 
Um, no guy wants a long distance relationship, but I go back to work and for the next two months, we talk every single day, all day long, Oh my god! texting, we FaceTime, call each other. And I'm just like shocked. I'm like, I cannot believe that I just met someone that I'm connecting with like this, just out of the blue, um, when I wasn't even expecting it. So finally we start talking about, okay, what's, what's going to happen with this? Like realistically, I live in New York, you live in Anchorage. Um, and he does music. He produces music. He also works in real estate in Anchorage. So he was locked into working for this company for six months and then he works remotely doing music. So he even said to me, I would be open to moving to New York because I do music remotely. So it doesn't matter where I live. Like that's how serious the conversations were getting. Um, that's pretty serious. Yeah. And it was happening crazy quickly and we both knew it was quick, but it's just like when there's distance involved, it kind of has to be quick because you have to make a decision about, you know, what you're going to do. So he was like, why don't you come back to Alaska? I really want to see you. Um, I can't come to New York right now, but I know like you have some time off. So I booked a ticket and went back to Alaska. And how, and how much time had passed? It had been two months? Yeah, it had been like two months by the time that I left to go there. And Brian, when did all, this all take place? This was, I went there in April. Oh, um, this is really, really, really recent. This is really fresh. Yeah, it's like oh. two months fresh. Okay, so you um, went there in April. You came back. Yes. Um, and you guys talked all of April. Oh, and no, May. no. I went to see him for the second time in April. Yeah, so I guess okay, we the met, second time. Okay. We met in you mean, February. You mean you met in February? Okay, then you went back to Alaska in, in April. April. And how old in are you? April. I'm 24. Okay, got it. And how old is okay. he? He is my age, but a couple months younger. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. keep going. Okay, so I told all my friends I was like super nervous I was like what if it's not the same what if this was just a freak thing and I get there and then I'm stuck with him for four days like I was kind of freaking out about it but I get to Alaska and I see him and it's like everything came rushing back like we hugged we kissed everything was great and I was just so at ease I wasn't freaking out anymore and we spent four days together um had a great time like continued talking and getting to know each other and just like it felt like I had been dating him in person for months. Like, I can't even describe to you how crazy the connection was. Wow. So, so at this point, you're just like, this is my person. I mean, I don't, I was like, Britain, you're being crazy. Like, don't think this is your person. But I was like, this could be something. Um, just because I haven't felt that in such a long time. Did you guys have sex um, in these four days? We did. And that's another thing. I... You know, I'm not a virgin or anything like that, but I, I'm not a hookup girl and that's Mm -hmm. just a personal choice. Um, I don't care if other people are like, my friends are insane. I don't care what they do, but (laughs) (laughs) I told my friends before I went there, I was like, I'm not going to sleep with him. I told him that I wasn't going to sleep with him because I just wanted to be clear. Um, but when I got there, like I felt so comfortable and at ease about the whole situation that I did, I wanted to. So we did. Um, we talked about it before, like he didn't pressure me at all. He, it wasn't a situation like all he wanted was sex. Um, did you meet family? Did no, no, I didn't meet any family, nothing like that. He actually lives, um, like six hours away from all of his family, but I don't think I would have anyways. I mean, things moved really quickly, but we were still both being rational about it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So 
um, it comes time for me to leave. And the last day, like, he's really quiet for some reason. Oh, no. And, yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is a little weird. But I asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, I'm just going to miss you a lot. And, um, you know, we talked about him coming to New York. And he was like, the summer is my busy season at work for real estate, oh, which no. it is. That's a fact. It is. A, okay. It is a busy thing. Um, he was like, but I can come, uh, I think he said like July. He's like, I can come at the end of July. Wow. Uh, so he even said that, that he could come visit. Yeah. It was like, he was being quiet and weird, but he kept reassuring me about everything. Okay. So, <laughs> so I get on the plane to go back and, oh no, I'm in the airport about to board the plane. And I texted him and I said, thank you so much. Like I had a great weekend. And he texted back and said, thanks for coming to hang out with me. And I was hmm. like, this, that seems like a weird response. But I really okay. don't like that. Okay. Yeah. Like that seems kind of strange. Um, right. So like I sent him like a hangout, like you flew across the country and he should yeah. have said something romantic. Like I'll miss you. It was great. Yeah. But I don't know. Continue. Yeah, Sorry. He, yeah. And I mean, he did, he said it was great. Thanks for coming to hang out with me. And oh, also, sorry, I'm like jumping around. But the whole time I was there, it was like, he couldn't keep his hands off me, not in a, in a sexual way, mm -hmm. just like in the middle of the night, he would grab me like while he was sleeping, pull me closer to him. Like he was always hugging me, like asking me, do you need anything? I mean, he was just being oh, perfect. And that's and the best. When I know. he was getting quiet, did he stop touching you as much? No, he didn't. That's the thing. Like he, he looked sad, but then he would just like hug me and grab me and not let me go. And he was being super, I mean... I don't know, super like playful and flirty. And it was just everything that you would want it to be. So then what did you say after he said, thanks for coming to hang out? Um, I don't remember what I said. I think I said something like, um, I can't wait to see you again or something along those lines of like leading to the future. And he didn't text back. So I get on the plane because I, I was like sitting on the plane at this point. So when I landed in New York, I was expecting to have a text for him <sighs> from him that I just missed, you know? Yeah. And I didn't have one. Uh, did so, you shit your pants? Like, even in my, like, long-term whatever relationship right now, if I turn on my phone after a plane flight, I get really nervous. I know. And it's, like, from Alaska, that's a long way. Like, that takes a long time. So yeah. That's, yeah. Long, really, that's six that's, hours? That's or, longer or than a normal... It's like, flight, right? it's like 10 hours. It's like a 10 hour. Yeah. So he hadn't texted you in 10 hours. Okay. Keep going. Yeah. So I didn't hear from him again for like, I think like two days had passed and I was like, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to freak out. And then after those two days, I was like, okay, did you reply to me? And like, it didn't come through or I was like trying to be kind of curt, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I was I just said, did it, did it not come through or something like that? And he was like, no, I'm really sorry. I've just been really, really busy since you left, like catching up on everything um, that he missed, I guess, during the weekend that I was there. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and from that moment on, he never initiated another conversation. That is what? so So that's where we're at right now? That's where we're at right yeah. now? He hasn't texted you today I, I, up until this minute? Well, no, I texted him again, like two weeks later, I think I went on another shoot. So I was super busy as well, like trying not to think about it. I texted him again, and he would wait like three days before responding. <gasps> and he would just be like, I'm sorry, I'm dealing with a lot of stuff um, with like family and work. 
It's like, it's not a good place to be in. And I'm just really, really busy. He was like, but I miss you. I had a great weekend. I wish you were here. Okay. And then he good. wouldn't. Re- yeah. And then I haven't heard from him since then. Like okay. he, yeah, he just dropped it. But the thing that is driving me crazy is that his words say one thing and he's made a point to use those words, but his actions say another thing. So I'm just like, why don't they link up? What about social media? What has he posted? Anything suspicious? He he doesn't use social media like at all. And he um, he would be like inactive on Facebook for like six days because, you know, I'm crazy. You know, I looked up to see if he's active. Uh, of crazy. course, I do that all the time. We all do. <laughs> yeah. So and he would watch every single Snapchat story that I posted. I, I post on Snapchat like crazy while I'm shooting and stuff, um, which so is he's so definitely alive to me. I know he's definitely alive. Like, where are you? <laughs> Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Now, would it help, like, your heart to know, like, anything? Like, he got a girlfriend or you just want an explanation or would you rather be in the dark? I mean, obviously, since you're on here, you want to know something. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd love to know the truth. And I just want to know, like, do I seem like such a damaged person that you can't tell me the truth? Like, you can't tell me that you weren't feeling it. I mean, I'm going to be fine. Right. Like, why can't you just say it? Was there anything that you spoke about that you were concerned that you shared with him too early? that possibly that could be it is there do you have any suspicions as to what could be up with him yeah so i do think um he he's kind of like a private person so i think in trying to get him to open up to me a little bit more about his life and things like that i shared stuff about me that was very personal um just trying to get him to open up and maybe i don't know if that scared him I don't know, but it's just like I was playing off of where I thought the relationship was based on everything that he was saying. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he was saying things that he didn't actually mean. But to me, it's like we were at the point where we make a decision about what's going to happen here because Anchorage to New York is a long way. Like, right. you know, we have to figure this out because I'm not going to waste my time and you're not going to waste yours. So how long has it been since you haven't heard from him? Just so we all know. Um, a month. Okay. And has he ever been in a committed relationship before? Is he just scared? Yeah, no, I asked him that. And he, it sounds like he's kind of a relationship guy. Like he said he was with a girl for four years. And then in college, he was with another girl for a long time. Um, and I think they had broken up like this, like last summer or something. All right. Well, what well, could it be? We're going to find out now. Britton, how are you feeling right now? Because we're about to call him. So we just all want to make sure that you're still okay with us calling him and what you hope to get out of this. Yeah. I mean, I'm nervous to hear his voice because like, I just felt so much for him in such a quick amount of time. Um, I have no idea what he's going to say. I hope he tells the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it's nothing. I don't know. I mean, I can take it, whatever it is, but I'm sure there's a possibility it could be a little hurtful. And is this a situation where you want to get back with him? And just so everyone knows, we're not going to mention his name. 
Um, he's going to remain anonymous. We will call him, but we will not use his we name. We will call him Ghoster. So, Britain, do not <laughs> use his name. So, Britain, what I want to know is, are you trying to get back with said person, or you just want to know why you haven't heard from him and you're ready to move on? I mean, in a perfect world, he would have some great excuse that makes total sense. And, you know, then... I would consider that, but I, I'm at the point in my life where I don't, I just don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. You know, I'm not going to waste my time there. So I just really want to know the truth, I guess. And I that's pretty much it. A lame, a lame excuse. I hope he's not like, oh, I'm so busy. Like yeah, because that doesn't excuse real. the whole like other two months where you talk nonstop. Which is why we're here, Brent, right. to get those three. No, so just- and I mean. I wouldn't even care if he said that. It's just like, why would you go out of your way to make me feel like you're so into it by the things that you say? Like, if you're not into it, tell me you're not into it or show signs. Don't tell me the opposite to make me feel better. For sure. Right. I think that's something we talk about here on yeah. the Adam And that's exactly all the time. why we all started this segment because we're all humans. So just yeah. tell us how you feel. <laughs> Don't leave us in as well. All right, Britain. So we're going to give him a call now. Um, we will ask, tell him that you're on the line. And then we will let you two take it from there. And Ashley and Lauren and or I will step in. Should we make it? Should we, we have his, side, we of have his with... side of the story first? I think so. And then we'll merge the calls. And you guys can address He it. doesn't know who's calling right now. Okay. So we're just going to do it like What do you like mean? He yeah. doesn't know who's he doesn't calling. Know he, we just say Britain... someone he had a relationship with. We uh, yeah. Exactly. So we'll let <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I'm so nervous. We're giving <laughs> Britain the safe space to ask. And we can, all three of us can step in if we feel like he's not giving you something you And Britain, want. you were the one who gave us the contact information for him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Before we call our ghosts, we're going to have to quickly break for one of our sponsors. Today's sponsor is BioClarity, which is one of my favorite products as of late because it doesn't have any weird, harsh chemicals, and yet it keeps my acne away. It's unlike any other traditional acne treatment because it doesn't use benzoyl peroxide, which always causes me to get red and dry and flaky and irritated. This stuff because it has cucumber and oatmeal kernel extracts and green tea and chamomile, it keeps my skin calm and happy because like, I think my skin has emotions because like my whole self has emotions. Anyway, <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> it is a three-step process in which you cleanse, treat, and restore. So go take a chance on BioClarity. I know you won't regret it. Go to BioClarity.com. Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That is a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code, which is GETIT, G-E-T-I-T. That is bioclarity.com, and get it, G-E-T-I-T. Finally, an acne treatment that makes my skin feel good. Yay. Thanks, Ashley. All right, everyone. We have Britain on the line. And we are about to call her Ghoster. Hey, what's up? Hi. So we're calling um, because Britain called us and we got in contact with her. Um, and you guys had some sort of relationship that we just heard about. And Britain has a couple questions for you. But the first, we just want to know why she hasn't heard from you in a month. Uh, to put it simply without saying a lot about the specifics, it's, it's mostly like, family reasons like a lot of personal issues have happened and it it's put a lot of stress on me and i've had to do a lot of things that i i didn't necessarily want to do um and that's that's no way to justify uh, 
the idea of not responding or anything like that. It's just every now and then, like, I, I would just get to a point where I was so apathetic about everything that I just, like, I just wouldn't respond to anybody. It wasn't just her. It was, it was legitimately, like, everyone. So, okay. yeah, Brynn, do you have yeah, anything Brynn, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I mean, I really, really want to believe that. Um, it's really hard for me to believe it, though. Uh, and I don't know. I just think, like, you've watched my Snapchat story every single time I post. Like, you're not dead. It takes, like, three seconds to text somebody back, you know. I don't know. It's just really difficult for me to hear. And if one of my friends told me that they had invested so much so quickly into this guy, into this relationship, and then this happened and he said he was busy and there were family problems, I would tell them, like, he's lying to you. And that's exactly what my friends have said. <laughs> well, that's that's totally okay. And I, I, I totally understand that. Um but people handle stress in, in different ways. And I'm not saying that this is the right way. Clearly, it's the wrong way. Um, but I, that, that's about all I got. Those are my reasons. And, and I know that they're true. And that's really what matters to me. Okay. So you, if this, if this family stuff wasn't happening in your life, do you think that the outcome would have been different? Yeah, definitely. What do you think the outcome would have been? Um, I think it would have pursued into something more, but right now I don't even have time for myself. Like I've been going back up and, and trying to give my mom breaks by hanging out with my dad to deal with all this stuff. Um, and situationally that, that leaves me not a lot of time to travel, not a lot of time to do anything. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, but I also, one thing that bothered me is like you told me I can't leave Alaska until after the summer. And then I saw that your friends, um, which like, I don't care if you hang out with your friends, but your friends tagged you on Facebook uh, yeah. and oh, you went to Oklahoma. Like that. after you told me that you literally could not leave Alaska because things were so bad, but you like, I don't know. It's just your words and your actions don't link up in my mind. So with that, um, my one of my friends, I told about this whole situation. He bought me a ticket to Oklahoma and I was there on Saturday and then flew back immediately. So it was like one of those trips where I, I slipped away for just enough time to where I could visit with them. And then I, I literally traveled more than I spent time there. But he knew that I was going through some stuff. And, and that was just kind of like his way of, of showing that he cared. Okay. And I mean, I'm empathetic to everything that you're going through. I guess it's just like if I would have had more communication about it, I feel like it would have been easier for me to not think that there's something wrong with me, like something went wrong. Because it was literally I, I, the second I got off the plane, it was like nothing. So the timing is really, really convenient for this to happen. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely do. But I, I can't reiterate enough how it's, it's nothing against you. And I know that that would be hard to believe if everything else is the same way. Um, but... I can't emphasize that enough. 
Well, I feel like you could emphasize it more. You could have emphasized it more, but you didn't. I have a yeah. question for the guy on the line. Were Were you thinking about Britain the last month at all? Yeah, definitely. And and I have a question. It just seems very strange that you could talk to her for two straight months constantly, and then she comes and visits, and then after that is when you decided to cut her off for said family um, reasons. Well, the day that we got the diagnosis was the day she actually left here. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, okay, so yeah. things, like, slowly make sense, but it's just, like, why... I don't know. I just feel like I wasn't important enough to explain all of this to like fairly and deeply in a way that says, I want you to know that I like you. I don't know. Uh, cause it, it, I, it's just, it's hard for me to do. I, I don't know how to explain it, but that's, that's not easy for me. Right. Yeah. And okay. I think for most men and uh, some women too, it's hard. Can you, for the guy on the line, can you tell us like maybe what your thoughts were this past month you haven't spoken to Britain? Like, did you, were there any days where you felt like you wanted to reach out or kind of maybe just walk us through what was going through your mind? Um, once she and got I on the plane. And like, yeah, I, I, I would lie if I said, I don't think about you in any way, shape or form. I definitely do. Um, it, it's just like, I, I don't know. I, I have so much going on right now that like it's it's really a challenge to even, like keep up with things that are like necessities, and I don't know. I just I've become very reclusive because of because of all the things that have happened, and I don't feel like imposing that on other people either. Honestly, Britain, I- I'm hearing a very authentic guy right now. Okay. Do you guys all agree with that? Lauren? I I do agree with it. I do agree with it. I mean, like, I just know that once you stop talking to someone for, like, an awkward amount of days, then you're like, oh, well, now I really can't text them after a week of not talking and you were going such a difficult time. You're like, well, it's been a week. It's probably going to be awkward if I reach out now and then just continues and continues. Well, for me personally, I... I do feel like sometimes it's hard for men and some women to articulate their feelings, but I disagree. I think a text message takes a minute. I think if someone flies across the country... And is vulnerable with you and you feel something magnetic or amazing um as you've described then it would i don't know i just i would i would just imagine a one form of communication i don't think ghosting is the answer i don't think ghosting is the answer too and i think for the guy on the line it would have been nice had you really been clear with her on what was going on especially since you guys seem to like be so close that it would have probably come normal pretty naturally to describe like what you were feeling in the moment. But I also know that guys don't never, you know, they have different ways of coping with stress and sadness. And if, if you just couldn't talk about it, then that's understandable too. Also, I've never had like a loved one very close to me become sick. So I don't know how I would handle it either. So I'm just giving you you the benefit of the doubt. But I I just want, I think Britain does just want complete honesty. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think now that we have everyone on the line, we should look to moving forward and, I guess my question to the guy on the line is, is Britain someone that you could see in your life at some point? Is just now the time for no one? Or do you just want to clear the air and say that, you know, maybe she's not the person for you and just be honest so she's not holding on to anything that she shouldn't be? I I would say that if it were down the road, it, it would be a different story. Just I just don't know. I honestly like it, it's hard for me to say that because I don't know how long this will be going on because I've only heard that from 
from the doctors I've talked to, it gets worse. And that means I have to spend more time traveling up to visit my parents so that I can give my mom free time from everything. And that's pretty much all I do now. And is that what you want in life? Like you don't want someone close well, to you right now? Yes, I wouldn't. I would be the exact same way you are. I would be like, no, no, no. I don't want anyone in my life other than the person that I want to spend time with who is going through this horrible time, this horrible diagnosis. I, I'm, I'm asking because I'm the opposite. I think I'd want someone oh, like, by no, my side. I, I yeah. would be like, and I you. think that's how that's how I am. So to me, it's hard for me to take on that perspective I think because I'm totally the same like I would want someone to lean on during this so for me it's hard to think about wanting to push away the people that you care about well for me I it it probably sounds dumb but I I don't like to show vulnerability like in any way shape or form so I for the most part try not to talk about anything that's going wrong um and so that that kind of makes me seem like introverted reclusive and yeah, just like it, it's yeah. it's not a good thing in fact it's it's incredibly parasitical but that's just how i handle things and that's why yeah. i have sympathy for him right now this is just how he handles things this is, has nothing to do with Britain. yeah right. i mean i i Britain, obviously how do you feel, feel sympathetic too i mean i feel sympathetic for sure and i what he's going through is terrible and i can't imagine that at the same time though it's just I think it's me wanting to not be that dumb girl who falls for something that a guy is just feeding her to make her go away. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, in this moment, hearing it, like hearing his, him say it, his voice and everything is just doing so much more to make me believe it than a text message that comes five days later. You know what I mean? Like it's helping. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that the situation was maybe handled poorly. Oh, horribly. Absolutely horribly. Um, and if I could do it over again, I totally would. And I would change a lot of things about what I did, but, um, what's done is done. Well, I guess moving forward to the guy on the line, do you have anything you just want to address directly to Britain now? Uh, just, I, I should say sorry enough times to really like, you know, fix everything. It's just like, it's a challenge. I usually don't say anything. Or, like, try not to hurt anybody. But, I mean, it, like, was the easiest way for me to handle that situation. And so I'm sorry that you had to be on the end of that. Yeah. I mean, I get it. And I'm glad you're handling it in the way that you feel like you need to. It sucks being on the other end of it. But, I mean, I'm fine, obviously. So, um, yeah, it's good to hear you say it. But yeah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, thank you, guys. Well, we want to thank you both. And obviously, Lauren and Ashley and I, you know, aren't going to tell you where to go from here or move on with your lives because we're not psychiatrists. But 
We just want to thank you both so much for being willing to come on. Um, I think this is a great message to everyone out there that if you're not hearing from someone, it could be for a very real serious reason. And I hope that to the guy on the phone, we brought you some closure. And Britton, do you feel like you have a little bit of more closure now? Yeah, definitely. We're glad that we could have, you know, we broke the ice for you and we connected you again. And I think that maybe you guys, if you feel up to it, right, can start talking at some point. Exactly. And I think the other lesson here is that if you are an introvert or reclusive person, that maybe just to take a moment to think about the other person, you know, on the other side of things, because um, a quick text message can go a long way. So true. Thank you, yeah. guys. Thank really you so much. Thank you, guys. You're, you're, feeling, you're feeling better. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. All right. Well, that was quite an experience. I'd have to say it was probably our best podcast so far. I agree. I, I definitely want to do it. more of these ghost busting segments, guys. Yeah. So if you have a ghost you'd like to be reconnected with, we can help you here at the I Don't Get It podcast. Just tweet us and we will set up your ghost meeting session. And we just, I don't know, that guy was really nice. I feel like we just want to yell at someone. He was. Yes, I an asshole come on here and be like, I just wanted to fuck her and live. And I'd be like, <laughs> ha! Yell at you. We I'm yell sure at we'll them. get some of those guys. This one I really thought was genuine. And I think that she was having a hard time believing it. Well, she was. But I would like, I would have succumbed, but I also succumbed to lies. Well, Lauren time. is the worst. We know that Lauren can't. I would be can. literally just like Britain. You guys have to imagine like going to bed and waking up for a month. You know how long that oh, is? I know. Looking at your phone every day, waiting for a text. It's like, come on, bro. That would take two seconds. But also, I, you know, thank God, knock on wood, I don't have anyone that has cancer in my family. So I don't know what it's like. I'm also assuming it's cancer. He obviously has some family issues he's going through yeah and it's his it seems like it's his dad which makes me very empathetic was it his dad or his mom i think no, he, he has he, to help his mom out oh he has to help because his mom out. His dad. i his think i don't want to generalize and say all men but i feel like most men and some women do have you know when shit goes bad like they just shut down they, they do like, they get reclusive yeah and, and girls can go either way that that's so true well, well i hope that it helped both do you yeah, think i hope that them? they I reconnect so. and they're like on a texting friendly basis i really hope they're talking now that they talked after this and i hope that he just wasn't just not that into her and he did not say it today I think you know. this would be the time where you could say so you could have other right. people be there and be like, well, you know, this side and this side, you know, you need someone there to right. moderate. And just so everyone knows, I gave him a call earlier today to make sure that he was okay with being recorded. And I think that says a lot about a guy that was like willing to come on. And I feel like he probably felt like, yes, I need to address this and be a man and yeah. talk to Brett. I mean, it sounded like it was weighing on his shoulders. Yeah. They were both were so articulate and great. They were, they were really the prime, um, first example of the ghost busting right. editions so guys please tweet us using the hashtag i don't get it podcast or message lauren or ashley or i on instagram and tell us your ghosting story no i don't really check my instagram dms i check my instagram oh okay DMs. check or send it to me and lauren's instagram and tweet ashley yeah you guys i want to let you know that i do appreciate all your tweets and i try to respond to them all but d like the dms on instagram i can't do it i can't keep up so i love you but please tweet me i'm all about the dm because you never know if like my husband's in there or i know i'm you know. trying to slide so in interesting. I, think it's so <laughs> interesting I wonder if there's right dms i also have a lot less followers than ashley so follow me and 
DM me. I'll see it all. I have a lot less followers than both of them. So follow me and but, DM me and I'll read it all and respond. I'm always Ooh. afraid I'm missing DMs from like my celebrity crush that you I for some reason don't follow. Are. But I don't follow him then. Okay, so next podcast we're going to make <laughs> Ashley blindly open her DMs and just start reading them. That's really a good idea. Let's do it. We are. All right. I well, just that decided. sounds really fun. You know what else sounds fun? What else sounds fun, Ashley? FabFit Fun Boxes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Christmas at your door, Hanukkah, whatever you want to celebrate. You guys, I love FabFit Fun Boxes because they are a fun way to treat yourself to the most fabulous products in full sizes. They're full size products. And FabFitFun is a subscription box that sends you full size products, like I just said, four times a year. So it's like Christmas four times a year to your doorstep. FabFitFun is more than just a beauty box. It actually has lifestyle, fitness, beauty, and home products. And you will actually use them all, I promise. There's like this matte lipstick that I was obsessed with in the last box. There's also this exfoliant. And then there's always like good hair products or facial masks. There was a facial max. There were facial masks last time. It was great. Um, so you get these products, like these full size, awesome products, and it's a $200 value, but you're getting it for only $39 and 99 cents. When you use our code, get it, that is G E T I T. And you go to fabfitfun.com, plug in the code, get it. And then you will get this amazing box and an amazing value. Highly recommend it. You know all your Bachelor girls love this thing. All right, guys. Well, Ashley, thanks for telling us about that. Guys, make sure you get your FabFitFun box using the code Get It. And thanks for listening. Subscribe. Tweet us. And let us know what you think about the podcast. Show us the love. Show us the love. Show us the love. What is that? Or I show know. us, you know, show us the money. Oh, show okay. me the money. Yeah. I love Jerry Maguire. Side note. I hate Tom Cruise. Oh, my God. Let's... You know what? We could have a whole Tom Cruise podcast because, you know, Jared and I love Tom. Can we have a I hate Tom Cruise podcast? No. No. I get it and you don't get it. Okay. Well, sorry for your boring you guys and wasting these last two minutes of your life, but um, we're going to say bye now. All right. Bye now. Adios. Amigos. I don't get it. Podcast. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.